0: Everybody all over the world, if you are looking to get your voice heard on the Midgard Musings podcast, you have the option to call in, leave a voicemail and be featured on the podcast. So all you have to do is to whatever country that you're in, you need to dial one to reach the United States. Area code 615 671 two is the hotline number. Just call in, leave your voicemail there, and I will review it. And I would love to feature your message here on a future Midgard Musings podcast episode. Really excited to feature this opportunity on this platform. So again, that number is 615-671-9832. It is a local United States domestic number, so if you are outside of the country and you need to reach the U.S., dial 1 uh, for the U.S., 615-671-9832. Go ahead and call into the podcast. Leave your message there. I am looking forward to hearing from you. Thank you so very much for supporting what I do here on the Random Heathen Ramblings podcast on Midgard Musings. Hey, everybody. Do you guys enjoy what I do here on the podcast? And do you enjoy listening and watching to what I do on YouTube as well? Maybe you're trying to think of a way to help support these projects and, and the content that I release. Well, I'm going to give you one idea to think about, and that is Patreon. I'm not sure if you realize it, but Midgard Musings is available to become a patron uh, to on Patreon. So go to patreon.com slash Midgard Musings, and you can help support What I do here on the podcast and across my other social media platforms for just as little as a dollar a month if you so choose, right? So if everybody who's listening and watching what I do pledged just $1 a month, that would help tremendously. There are other tier levels of support that you can choose on Patreon. So head over to patreon.com slash Midgard Musings and see what fits you over there. As always, thank you so much for your support. Let's get back to the podcast. Well, hello there, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats, dogs, goldfish, grandmas, grandpas, aunts, uncles, nieces, nephews, everybody out there all over the world in Midgard. Hail and welcome to another Random Heathen Ramblings episode here on the Midgard Musings podcast. My name is Jesse. Jesse. And I am your host here. Thank you so much for listening today, tonight, this morning, or this afternoon, or whatever time of day or night it is, wherever you are. I'm coming back to you now here on the last and final day of my 21-day cleanse. If you guys have been listening to my podcast over the last few weeks, you know that um, I embarked on a cleanse, detox sort of journey. Um. A couple of weeks well literally three weeks ago today on 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 march 3rd and um while i haven't talked about it here on the podcast in any great length or great detail i am here to happily announce that i made it through the 21 day gauntlet as it were and um i ate my first what i would call real food meal that i've had in in weeks um and I want to just I want to talk about it a little bit today on, on the podcast, because uh, for me, it's a it's a great accomplishment. Now, a lot of people listen in or whatever, may be wondering, you know, what does this have to do with heathenry? Don't worry, um, I will get there, um, because as so many things that I do in my life, um, there is I, I, I make correlations and connections um, to my religion um, and to my spiritual practices and things. Uh, with my day to day, with my mundane or profane sort of um, activities and, uh, and 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 whatnots, so you guys will hear more about that as we go along in the podcast. But um, to, to you know to, to to just initially announce it, you know, um, today was the final day of a 21 day cleanse detox. I, I talked about this in other episodes, the purpose of it, but as a sort of recap. Um, I had been over the last year um following a a pretty and it's actually not just pretty not just a little bit but a very detrimental a very destructive lifestyle um and, and picking up some pretty destructive habits you know I was drinking a lot every day, drinking a lot of alcohol every day um not eating good, not really taking any sort of care or concern into my well-being. And um, one day it kind of hit me where, you know, I was like, well, I need to fix it. I need to fix it. I've been talking about it. I've been needing to fix it for for, for quite a while and I wasn't doing anything. And I, you know, took the plunge and I, and I invested into a cleanse program, which um, would have and would require me to abstain and eliminate um, – abstain from and eliminate alcohol – tobacco, nicotine specifically, um, and caffeine from my life, uh, for, for, for a three week duration, um, and adhere to a very strict dieting program. Now the dieting program as difficult as it was, was not nearly as difficult as, um, basically stopping abruptly and, you know, as they say, cold Turkey quitting, um, the other vices or the other things that have had become an, such a big part of my life on a daily basis you know so again i'd been heavily drinking daily for the biggest part of a year um and really just starting some pretty 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 bad habits you know um health-wise and i you know finally one day it hit me and i was like you know what i'm not getting any younger um and the things that i'm doing are going to have a long-term impact on my life and my Health and my survival, and uh, this isn't good, you know, because I have a wife, I have obligations in my life that, at least at this stage of my life, I I need to take uh, take ownership of and, and be responsible about, you know. So I'm not a, I'm not a young kid, I'm not single, I'm not, you know, I guess I sort of thought that I was uh, better off about it than I really was. Uh, there was a bit of denial going on. Maybe not. You know what? Not. It wasn't just a bit of denial. It was. It was. It was flat out denial. You know, um, I would. Uh, I would get into my daily habits of of drinking and stuff like that. And I thought, you know what? This is no big deal, because it's the afternoon, or because you know I I'm I'm spacing it out and I'm drinking plenty of water or I'm you know, whatever. It's I can. This is not a problem. Um, but I noticed that there was a trend. There was a downhill trend for me. I, I remembered at one point that there was, you know, this, this sort of activity did not take place in my life. And then at some point it, I picked it up and I just kept picking up more of these bad habits. I was, instead of having one drink in the, in the evening or two drinks in the evening, I was having, you know, three, four five drinks. Um, uh, sometimes more if it was the weekends or whatever, but I was, I was really starting to, to adopt a very unhealthy lifestyle. And I thought that's I, I, one day it hit me. I thought, you know, if this is the direction that I've been heading in for over this length of time, at what point is it going to be where I start getting up in the morning or start getting, starting my day and pouring a drink. And the next thing you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just, you know, it's full blown alcoholism. Um, so I took a, I took, you know, drastic times call for drastic measures, as they say, and I took a drastic step To correct the problem. It was a hard reset. It was like, you know, when your phone's acting up or your system, you know, when when technology is acting up, sometimes the best thing to do is to just do a hard reset and clear everything out of it. Just just wipe everything out of the system and say goodbye to what exists. So that's essentially what I did um, with my life, with my, with my lifestyle. I cut out alcohol completely. I cut out nicotine completely. I cut out any other sort of uh, recreational um, activities when it comes to, you know, uh, of, of, of consumption natures, you know, there was no smoking, there was no vaping, there was no drinking, there was not, no not even caffeine, my morning coffee, you know, which for all extents and purposes is not destructive, but even that was eliminated. And I will tell you what, like the first week and a half was an absolute disaster. I hated every second of existence. I just, I didn't want to, I didn't want to be around people. I didn't want to do anything. I, you know, um, my wife, bless her heart, you know, um, got to be on the receiving end of my frustrations and, and my just, you know, snapping and whatever. But again, the, the awesome woman that she is, you know, um, stuck through and she was real. She was real with it. You know, she was like, I can't wait for you to get off this thing. Cause you're being a real butt, you know what I mean? Like you're being a real ass is what she would say. And then, um, she didn't mince any words, you know. She was like, you know, you did this to yourself, and that's what I needed to be reminded of. I did it to myself. I put myself in the position that pushed me to go through the the, um, the 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 process that I was going through. Right again, drastic times call for drastic measures. I was I was living a life, and I was doing things that caused me to reach a point that I had to do something drastic to change it. Um. And she reminded me, she's like, you know what? You got nobody to blame for this but yourself. Um, And that's the kind of, that's the kind of, that's the kind of approach that I need. You know, that's the kind of, um, not everybody takes that sort of, uh, I call it encouragement. Uh, You know, it's tough love, but that's kind of the way I was brought up. And that's kind of the way I I accept things is that, you know, sometimes you got to talk funky to me. Sometimes you got to be real, you know, in my face about reality. You know what? Jackass, you did it to yourself, and it's your fault. And now you got to fix it. And that's that's how I that's how I'm able to to get through some of these tough things. You know, when you start behaving that way towards me, um, and I can recognize that it's my own fault, and I have and I'm the one to blame for it. And you reinforce that with me, it 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 it, it puts a drive in me that that just is like you know yeah, I got to get through this. So, the first week and a half was 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 literally torture you're right i was i was insufferable i i couldn't um i i had headaches my my body was aching i, I just felt all the time but i stuck with the program you know um after the you know after that week and a half or whatever i guess my body just kind of reached the point where it was like all right this is life now this is your you know all of that bad stuff everything just kind of had flushed out it took a week and a half i mean it took it took that week and a half for me to, 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 feel okay. Now there were days where I was a bit cranky when I'm like, I want, and, and it really what it was, um, at that point was like, I was just bored of the same things that I was eating. You know, it's like, I had to eat, I had to do certain, I had to eat certain things. It was a very strict diet, but I'm like, I don't want that anymore. I want something different. I want I want to taste food. I want to like experience flavors. I want to have, more variety and not it's not to say that the diet or the program doesn't give you that variety but i was so in such a short period of time man, i was like i was wore out on on the on the flavors of things so the last week and a half was just more of like all right you know i made it halfway through the worst part of it now it's just a matter of toughing it out and making it through the last half so today was the last day of it and um you know, I, I weigh in every day uh, throughout the whole thing. Um, and from the start of my program, uh, when I started on the third to today, when I weighed in today, I had lost a total of 17 pounds, 17 pounds in three weeks. And it wasn't due to starvation because I was eating. Um, but again, I, 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 I stopped drinking. I stopped eating a lot of the crap that I was eating and, and, and in a three week period, you know, 17 pounds, you know, that's, that's, that's a lot. It's not all of what I was trying to lose. Cause a lot, again, a lot of the problems that I was facing, it was that, um, or, or the problems that I recognized, it wasn't, it wasn't like I was feeling the effects, but they were just like, I didn't look right. I, I didn't like the way I looked, you know, and that may seem vain, but uh, I just, I didn't like the fact that when I put a shirt on that, that used to fit me good, you know, a year and a half or two ago, um, it did it, it, it you know, it didn't fit right. And um I wanted to lose weight and that's part of what this thing was too, you know, it was, you know, wanting to feel better and, and about myself and part of that was the way I my, my appearance. So seventeen pounds lost, you know, I I, I, I can I can definitely um, lose about another fifteen or so before I feel like I'm back to my ideal body weight for my my body type but um that's that you know again that's more than half of what i was trying to lose uh to begin with and what this program helped instill in me was a sense of you know wholesome and holistic uh approach to health and diet and and, and things of that nature i can get back into exercising more being more active um so you know when it comes to the whole like heathenry aspect of it, or, or with, with my approach, my, the heathen aspect of it, a lot of it goes back to, you know, I set out to do something. I made a boast. Um, or, 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 or I, I took upon myself this this promise, not really a boast so much as it was a an oath, um, but I can boast about it now. Um, I took upon myself this oath and there were people that I had in my life that were there to sort of help keep me accountable. You know, not just I was keeping myself accountable, but there were definitely people who I had um, asked about at the beginning. I'm like, can you please help make sure that I'm OK? <laughs> like, just check in, make sure like you're keeping me on point here and then, whatever. And they and those people did that. So it was, it was you know was it an open oath that i made not necessarily like i swore an oath but it to me it was it carried the same weight um and oaths um taken in heathenry you know uh in this religious path are sacred they 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 are very very weighty um in nature they are salt they are they are a, uh, a a solid binding sort of thing because an oath is not just something that it's not it's more than just a promise. I've actually done a video on that. Um, if you guys um, go up to the show notes of the podcast and watch my video on oaths and that being that they are more than just a promise, um, you'll understand kind of what I mean. But you know, oaths involve other people. and I feel that the completion of this process, setting out to do something, it's kind of like you know in Beowulf, you know when he sets out to you know to kill the monster and uh, um, Grendel. Um, you know, others were witness to it, and there was a you know shield set, and there was um, you know st- uh, stipulations made or whatever. It wasn't quite like that. It wasn't on that level with this. Um, but I feel that the um, you know, and this, and then th- this again, you know, not having not have anybody around me to to, to 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 accept my oath or whatever, but to you know have people involved in my life when this happened. I feel that the um, the the completion of this and the keeping of this oath as it were um, solidifies luck for not just me but for those uh, around me and for those that are with me because I have now proven my I've proven my worth um, to keep my word when I say I'm going to do something I've done it um, and this 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 process, this this 21 day process, um as difficult as it was, and I can't tell you guys how many times that, that I that I was just saying, you know what? This is pointless. Um, I hate it, I'm quitting. Yada yada yada. You know, if if anybody knows me personally, knows how much I enjoyed, you know, just the the, the drink, right? Scotch specifically. Scotch is like my thing. I've 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 done reviews on my podcast before, um, on Scotch. Um And those won't necessarily go away, but I I loved it too much. I loved it too much, and I was consuming too much of it. But, um, you know, so to to, to give those things up and to promise to not go back into it during this 21-day cycle, this this 21-day period, I could have. I could have easily, you know, did it and said I didn't. And faked my way through it, but my conscience would have eaten away at me, and I would have felt terrible about myself, and I would have not been able to speak openly and openly and honestly to to, to the folks on the podcast, to the people who I love and who are nearest and dearest to me, to anybody. I couldn't represent myself as a heathen um, on the on the platforms that I that I do it, you know, my my, my stuff on. Um, and, and, and do it without any sort of feeling of, uh, of shame if I were to fail. So I felt like there was a lot at stake. And um, so, so having gone through it, right, today I ate my first, what I would call my, my real meal. <laughs> um, my wife's like, you know, what do you want to eat? And I'm like, man, I want some freaking Chinese food, dude. Like, I want some Chinese food. and That's what we had for lunch, you know. I had some Chinese food. I had um, you know, some sushi. I had some soup. Um some chicken man, and I can't tell you like the flavors the taste of it all i I appreciated it so much um and I didn't I didn't go crazy with it either you know where in the past I'm like it's a buffet I've got to get every I gotta get my money's worth and for whatever reason my money's worth meant to me that I need to go out there feeling like I want to die because I'm so stuffed full of food um I enjoyed it I ate to my heart's I ate till I was content, um, and not anymore. Um, and I and I exercised afterwards. You know, I, I've done some exercises after the fact um, because I know, like, if I don't do anything, I'll just you know it'll just be like you know back to almost square one again. So there's there's a lot of uh, there was a lot of learning. There was a lot of stuff that, that I went through that really taught me um, a good approach to, to just health and wellness and in a in and in a sustainable approach to that. Now, when it comes to like the other things, like the alcohol and 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 whatnot, um, some of like my my mother, for instance, you know, because I've talked to her about this, not necessarily so much on the uh, the heathen aspects of things and and the uh, the spirituality of it, because we don't, you know, she's Christian, I'm pagan, and there's there's that divide or whatever, you know. But we um we've talked, and she's like, well, I hope you don't go back to the drinking or whatever again and you know i talked i said well look you know i wasn't i didn't i i'm not in a position where i feel like i have to quit and like entirely i feel like i can i've been reset and i can start where i've used to be you know because again i used to where it's like i wasn't drinking necessarily i wasn't drinking every day i didn't feel the necessity to have a drink every day but i would have a drink you know with dinner or, or whatever not even all the time it was an occasional thing you know and her concern was like well you know you know you if you, if you did it once you could go back to doing it again and i said hey i recognize that that's a fair assessment that is a fair you know approach to take and that's a fair warning that i should heed you know well just because 21 days have gone by what do you gonna do just go back to drinking four five six seven drinks a day like you did before and get yourself right back in the hole that you dug yourself in. Um, again, what this process, with this whole cleanse detox thing taught me is like, I put myself in that position. My actions, my deeds resulted in that situation. And this process, this cleanse has taught me, don't do the stuff that puts you there. Watch what you eat, exercise more, watch what you drink, all that kind of stuff live a life that's cleaner, live a life that's better, live a life that's more wholesome. You know, I want to get to gardening again this year. I've got, you know, plans to, to, to till up our, our portion of our yard where I had a garden two years ago. Last year, I really didn't do much of anything, in that, and the way I did it was just really um, half-assed, you know. It, there wasn't a lot of preparation and thought put into it. Um, did we garner some crops? Did we get some things? Yes. Um, but this year, I want to do it right. Um, and I was inspired to do that because I felt like it's a new start. It's a new beginning. So newness, new growth, new approaches to things, you know, the right approaches to things. I want to do that. So, you know, that's kind of where this whole process, even though it was a very physical process in nature, I took the physical, the physicality of it and I uh, found the, you know, um, spiritual elements to it, the religious elements to it for my religion, you know, and I, I guess anybody that takes this thing on, whether you're spiritual, religious or not, it's um, it's something that you can, can definitely incorporate if you are, if you are spiritual, if you are religious, you can incorporate it into any path, you know, so there may be folks that hear this podcast that are uh, curious about heathenry or paganism and that have maybe found this path be, uh, coming to it from another Religious path themselves, um, that seems to be a very common theme nowadays. A lot of uh, imp- uh, what do you call it? Um, I don't know. Say implants, but uh, you, you know, you, you've you've uprooted from one and thing and moved to the other. So you're uh, transplant—that's the word I'm looking for. Said <laughs> implant, like you're a you're a piece of silicone, but no, the transplant thing. You know, you've you've relocated from one. Process or one approach uh, to another. Um, that I'm sure that there's that there are some things uh, across ver- a variety of uh, religious approaches and spirituality that can uh, lend themselves to to this sort of thing. I feel like not only was this a uh, physical uh, a cleanse or a physical detox, but it was a spiritual detox because I wasn't engaging in anything that that um, altered my state of of consciousness. I was very, very sober, <laughs> um, which I guess you're either sober or you're not, right? It's kind of like being pregnant—you're not just very, you're, you're either pregnant or you're not. Well, I think I'm a little pregnant. Well, you either are or you aren't. Um, <laughs> you can look very pregnant, you can look very sober, feel very sober, but I, I, can, I can assure you, I was feeling very sober, very clear-minded, um, and I realized that there was a lot that I didn't need. You know, just because you're hungry doesn't mean you got to go eat. Um, especially when it's late at night and you're about to call it, a you know, call call it a night and go to bed in an hour or whatever. Like I wasn't, you know, that doesn't mean just because you get a little rumble in your stomach that you got to pour a bowl of cereal or make a big plate of noodles or whatever, and then just have that sit in your gut um, all night and then stuff like that. So again, it took a it took a lot for me to learn a lot, and I had to do a lot to get to where I'm at right now. So it was a very wholesome. Experience. I, I don't want to go through it again because, <laughs> like I said, it was 21 days, mostly of just. Uh, I hated it. I, I didn't like doing it, but I realized I did it to myself. So you gotta. It's kind of like the old saying goes. You gotta you know suffer every stripe and farthing. You gotta pay the toll if you wanna if you want to uh, cross the road. You gotta pay the toll, man. If you wanna listen to the, the band play, you gotta pay the you gotta pay the band to hear them play. Um, so. That's that's that on that's that's that, on that. Um, so I hope that uh, I hope that this maybe you know sheds a little bit of light on things going on for for folks. Because hey, guess what? Um, we're now a year past the start of what has become a global pandemic. Uh, regulations and restrictions are starting to lift in all parts of the world, especially in my part of the world in the Middle Tennessee area. Um, looking forward to. Um, having local gatherings, meetups and stuff with local pagans in this area, really excited about it. So um, with my own personal cleanse and detox, uh, with my own personal approach to newness and growth, um, from thence hopefully shall come new growth and new things uh, for others because guess what guys if you're not if you're not solid with yourself, if you're not solid with your home life, if your hearth life is not solid, how can you expect to, have any sort of solid um, tribe um, or extended unit of the family, you know? So your tribe and your community. How do you expect to develop and maintain strong ties with with tribe if uh, your home life and if yourself, starting with yourself, is 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 is, is
1: flaw- it
0: flawed to the point of of being just, uh, you know, no roots, no 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 point. You know, your compass doesn't point anywhere. It's just sort of floating all over the place. So. That's the uh, that's the random rants for the first half of the episode. As you all know, we've got a random sort of random Havamal stanza that we're going to be discussing here on the later half of the episode. Um, But in the meantime, we've got a few words for uh, promotional stuff that I'd like for you all to listen to. Thank you so much for sticking with me thus far. And we will be back shortly after these messages. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast and supporting Midgard Musings and random heathen ramblings here on the podcast and all the ways that you do. I did just want to call to your attention in case you didn't know that one of the many ways that you can support this podcast is by purchasing merchandise. And you can do that by going to Midgard Musings dot com. OK, all the purchases that are made go to directly support the podcast um, and any of the other social media platforms that I distribute content on, which mainly include YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, so you guys and gals out there, please be sure to check out MidgardMusingsStore.com. You can get T-shirts, tank tops, hoodies, and all other kinds of things in variety of sizes and colors. The styles uh, can cater to all types of folks: men, women, children, even infants. We've got some really cute uh, baby onesies that, uh, you know, vary in all different kinds of sizes. So make sure to head over to storecom Check out what you got over there to get for yourself, your kids, your wife, your girlfriend, your husband, your boyfriend, your loved ones, your grandma, your grandpa, anybody in your life that you think would love to rock some awesome MidGarden Musings merchandise. Check it out and get you something today. your heathen or pagan altar or sacred space missing that special something? Well, I have got the solution to a problem like that. Go check out Odin's Beard Woodworking.com. Okay, that's Odin's Beard Woodworking.com Matthew Petrie over here does amazing carvings, hand-carved wooden god poles, pocket altars. He also does prune sets. Um, wonderful, wonderful work. I have few of his pieces that accentuate my heathen altar um, and he also will do uh, custom commissions, he'll do rune sets around the full moon of every month really really awesome quality and it's a small business guys, small heathen run business, so what better way can you do for the community than by supporting local small businesses so again, go check out Odin's Beard Woodworking.com, you can find him on Facebook, that's facebook.com slash O-B- So go ahead and check them out. Don't forget to tell Matt that Jesse sent you. Thanks for listening. Let's get back to the podcast. Unique, one-of-a-kind, silver, pagan, heathen, and occult designs only at Maccabay. There are various Mjolnirs listed on two different Etsy shops. I'll be providing those links for you here in just a moment. And they also do custom work. And like I said, they have various pagan, occult, and other heathen-inspired religious jewelry designs. Um, And specific custom work uh, requests are welcome. You can follow Maccabay on Instagram, which is at Maccabay Designs. That's M A K. A-B-E-T designs or on Facebook at Maccabay. Now to find them on Etsy, you'll go to Etsy.com slash shop slash Maccabay designs. That's M-A-K-A B-E-T designs uh, for all the socially acceptable designs. And then for more of the fun, occult, and adult type designs, you can go to Etsy.com slash shop slash Macabre Hammer, that's M-A-C-A-B-R-E Hammer. Check him out today and let us know what you think. And here we are again back at Random Heathen Ramblings. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls all over Midgard. Thank you so much for sticking with me thus far. Hope you've gotten a chance to check out everything that I've talked about in the podcast thus far. Odin's beard, woodworking, Maccabay designs, my own merchandise for that matter. Got some hot new threads over there at MidgardMuseumStore.com. You guys can don some pretty awesome apparel and help support the podcast in that way. So you know what, you do a little bit of this, you get a little bit of that. You help the podcast out, you guys get a pretty awesome sweatshirt, t-shirt, hoodie, tank top, um, a baby's onesie. You know, I'm gonna tell you right now. You guess? Can you? Can you guys guess? I'm gonna have a, 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 my my first niece being born. Later this year. Can you guess what I'm going to be getting her? Right? You best believe she's going to be getting a couple of onesies from Midgard Musings, right? She's going to be getting that, you know, zero to six month size. She's going to be getting that. She's going to be wearing some onesies (laughs) uh, from Midgard Musings. And that niece of mine is going to be sporting the brand. You best believe. So, um, Real quick, uh, I just got to say, you know, real quick before we get into the, uh, the random stanza um, discussion of the Hava Mall, I, um, you know, you see some wild stuff out here on social media, right? And it's uh, it's no lie that depending on it didn't really matter which platform you're on. It could be Facebook, Twitter, Reddit. You even want to call that a social media platform, but whatever. You see some pretty wild stuff. Um, I saw something today that um, just gave me cause for, you know, do you ever, you ever see something where you're just like, yikes, yikes on several freaking bikes, you know, like just, wow. And you want, you, you just kind of want to like reach out to that person or persons that, that – um, subjected you to such a thing and you want to go like what is wrong with you where did you what <laughs> I saw something today that it this was not the author of this site but they shared this site and they go you know I found this article that uh, the, uh, like it was like their first day researching also true type stuff and they're like I was really unsure of it and I was kind of interested if it's any you know, if it's any good. Um, and they're like, I'm not even, rem- it doesn't feel like remotely accurate, whatever. Now, you know, you got to be, you got to take into context the uh, the nature of, of what I'm about to say, you know. So when I say, you know, remotely accurate or what this person says is, is remotely accurate, what, what we're talking about is like, you know, the approach for heathenry that, that is, built around Reconstructionism. Developing your spirituality, developing your religion about, around um, and and built upon sound historical scholarly uh, research and, and, and work. Things that you know about, things that you can go back to and say, well, this is how it was done then, this is how we're doing it now, that sort of stuff. Solid Reconstructionist type approach to heathenry. Now, not everybody is like that not everybody's a recon heathen i myself am not a 100 percent reconstructionist heathen although i do um base a lot of my approaches on things that are um you know rooted in history um and i have not been at that for very long i have a lot of of, of learning to do when it comes to that but some of the stuff that we see out here um that gets passed off um, or attempted to be passed off as fact or as like this is the way to do it um without any sort of disclaimer added is pretty cringeworthy and i saw this blog that's and i'm you know i'm not even gonna link it in the show notes because i don't want people to go there from this podcast to find it but it's a pod it's 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 a blog post called heathen daily living and it's quote an advice blog for Germanic heathens that, quote, suggests rituals and explores heathen philosophy for daily living in our folk way. Um, And then the the writer is saying that on this blog, they default rituals for the Germanic gods and answer frequently asked questions such as conversion and who is heathen, include essays on important heathen values such as loyalty, piety, masculinity, and femininity. I don't even know but so here's here's where the, the this particular thing goes right it's daily rituals for each day of the week um and the and the, the writing of it just the wording of it um is is so just like yikes man like just here we go like in the english language as well as the scandinavian languages six out of the seven days of the week are named after germanic gods um there's some similarities, but yeah, it's 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 arguable um, that that's where the our Latin calendar, the, the the Gregorian calendar, where the days of the week names came from. Um, most people, Germanic or not, do not know the origin of the names of the week, for the most part. Yet they repeat these names: Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and honor those these deities each time that are these days. Now, now guess what? Like we know. Like Tuesday, uh, is meant to, uh, or it comes from two tier. Wednesday is is Wednes, Wodnas Odin. You know Thursday is Thurs Thor. Friday Friga Frig, Frig's day. That sort of thing. But it's like the way he puts it, or the way this person puts it. You as the Germanic man and the awakened heathen will take this subconscious honoring into consciousness. Like what did that? What? What? Like, and then he goes on he says, you know on Sunday you are to honor Sunnah, the goddess of the sun. Um, Sunnah is mentioned in in the Eddas, but I don't think there's uh, any historical or or, or uh, literary sources that that back up anything about there ever being a um, a, a Suna being the uh, being a, a a goddess of of worship, right? The sun, nature, these things were, were generally venerated by uh, pagans across many cultures, um, some more than others. But then you got, you know, Monday, you are to honor the gaudi, the god, the gaudi, the god Mani, god of the moon. Um, again, Sunnah and Mani are mentioned briefly in the sagas, or mentioned briefly in the eddas. but that's about it. I don't think there's a whole lot more that goes into this. And then it tells you what to offer, right? an offering for uh for sunna are sunflowers and dandelions or any flower really an offering for money is coffee beans um and then under there there's like a an a, 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 an addendum or or whatever that says oh yeah by the way coffee beans make a fitting offering for hell as well i'm like where are you even coming up with this stuff and this 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 is this is public domain right this is this is stuff that people could go to and be like oh okay so this is how i'm going to This is how i'm supposed to heathen and i got news for you folks man like you're gonna the gods forbid you ever find anything like this and as a newbie or as a newcomer to heathenry and 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 develop your um approach to heathenry based on this right before you even ever think about the gods goddesses as as a as a uh focus point right develop your hearth cult develop your uh traditions at home um you know, uh, <laughs> work with your people, your 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 family, your ancestors, the local spirits and, and whites of the land and the home that, that you coexist with. I recently did a video as well about that, um, about gods over folk. Um, that'll be up in the show notes as well, uh, along with the the uh, the oathing uh, video. So check the show notes for that. But man, oh man, this video—not this video, but this 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 blog—is just man. Like I said before, yikes on uh, several freaking bikes. So I'm gonna spare you the the the, uh, the torture <laughs> of having to read this because again, I don't want to mislead folks that are first coming into this uh, into this path. But man, um, this is not something that I would uh, point people to doing. Just as a way to approach heathenry um because it's very pointed it's very like in the morning you have to do this on this day you have to do that you know so it's very like just you it's, it's almost like it's trying to tell you how to heathen specifically in ways that are not historically based yeah conclusion by conducting these practices each day, you will discipline yourself and your connection to the gods will deepen. Um, how? Like, I understand, like, the ritualistic approach to doing things and, and the repetition of it. The, that, that's kind of the, uh, the almost the textbook definition of a religion, which is the, the uh, repetitious uh, ceremonial observance of, of, of something. So that, yes, there's repetition, but there is absolutely no backing to any validity um, behind honoring the gods on a, on a regular basis in this sort of way. You know, the gods are approached historically on a, at the group level, at the, at the tribal level where there are more people involved, you know, bloat was, was performed ceremoniously with the tribe and with, uh, you know, the larger audience, because that's, that's how the gods exist. They, They exist at the tribal level. They, they function at the tribal level. So we, um, in some sort of way attempt to, um, Recreate that um, expression and, and, and live in a similar sort of fashion. And that's how our ancestors did it. You will show the gods your loyalty by living each day based off of these things. What kind of garbage is that? And you know what? I'm sorry for saying it that harshly, but what kind of garbage is that? By doing this, you will show the gods your loyalty. You think the gods even care or notice one individual person's behavior like this? Um then, then you're probably misguided and in, in, in thinking in ways that are very Christian oriented, um, uh, carrying a lot of excess baggage. And that's what I see a lot here. There's just a lot of, um, there's just a lot of nonsense here. If it works for you, I guess rock on with it. You know, if that's the way you want a heathen, then, 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 then go do it. Um, whatever your daily practices are, don't let me or anybody else, if, def- deter you from doing it but i think if somebody coming new into heathenry were to look at this and develop their approach to things um based off of this blog then they're 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 setting themselves up for a uh um, setting themselves up for failure not necessarily failure maybe that's a uh maybe that's a a a harsh way of putting it but um it's definitely not the uh the best approach to be taking for this so anyway, that's the continuation of the rant. Now, shall we um, go into the subject of um, the, uh, the the random stanza Havamal. Stanza from the Havamal. Today's stanza is going to be stanza 124. And as usual, we'll be reading from a multitude of different versions of the Havamal. So whatever version you're reading from, um, I will be... Uh, referencing Auden and Taylor, Hollander, Bellows, Terry, Thorpe, and uh, Jackson Crawford. And I will note that um, the the Thorpe version references a stanza that is a couple of numbers off. So if you're reading the Thorpe version, you're going to be referencing stanza 30, uh, 126. So we'll start with the uh, Auden and Taylor version. Stanza 124, of the Havamal says, affection is mutual when men can open all their heart to each other. He whose words are always fair is untrue and not to be trusted. The Hollander translation reads that then love is mingled when a man can say to a bosom friend what burdens him. Few things are worse than fickle mind. No friend who but speaks the fair. Uh, The uh, Terry translation is true bonds are formed when men keep faith and don't hide their hearts. Anything is better than a breach of friendship. A real friend will say what you'd rather not hear. Um, The Thorpe version, which again is uh, not stanza 124 in the Thorpe translation. Translation is stanza 126. Reads that there is a mingling of affection. Where one can tell another all his mind. Eve everything is better than being with the deceitful. He is not another's friend whoever says as he says. And then lastly we shall go to the Wanderers Havamal, translation by doctor Jackson Crawford. Men become friends when they can share their minds with one another. Anything is better than the company of liars. A real friend will disagree with you openly. So um, this this stanza, um, you know, definitely hits a nerve for me. Specifically, kind of the way I was saying it before, where you know the way that I take criticism and the way that I am and can better myself and do things um, for myself and and uh, better myself. you're Right? Is give it to me straight. You know, don't 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 sugarcoat it. Don't don't cut around the bushes. Speak to me openly. If I'm wrong, if I'm messed up, if I'm you know speaking sideways or whatever, dude, I've had some pretty I've had some pretty dicey conversations with people that otherwise would have gotten offended and walked away, and be like, "Yeah, oh, you hurt my feelings, man. You know why you gotta be so mean?" And I just like I I sat back and I took him like that hurt, that stung. What can I learn from it? And there are times when I have approached people who have been, you know, quite frankly, you know, being an idiot. You know, you guys watch uh, that 70s show, right? Uh, you know, uh, Red Foreman, you know, you dumbass, you know, like Red Foreman is kind of like my spirit animal. Like, I feel like if I uh, if I if I make it to, you know, his age or whatever, that that's going to be my thing. Um, but, you know, there are people and there are times when we need to be called out on our misbehavior, on our on our idiocy, on our as it were, dumbassness, you know, if you want to call it that. And we need to be able to call others out on theirs as well, if they are that close and nearest and dearest to us. Now I'm not talking about getting online and looking at people's posts, right? And going, Hey, listen here, you idiot. Why you gotta be so stupid? You know, that sort of stuff. Like that's not what I'm talking about. But for friends, for those that are near and dear to us, those that would fall into our in-guards, you know? Um, If we have those who will take our criticisms, that will not just take our criticisms, but also call us out on our actions once in a while, then we know, or we should be able to know, that if they can handle us coming to them with such criticisms, if we can be like, hey, man, you know, stop being an idiot you're, you're way out of line here you, you you don't even know what you're talking about um, you, you need to adjust your approach adjust yourself fix your you know this thing that, that whatever if, if we can have those sorts of relationships with people um, in, in 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 having them help keep us on course and us keep them on course then we've got something there that that needs to be um, nurtured and maintained right we should not allow things like that to draw uh, us asunder or pull us asunder as, as as friends and stuff. And there are people that will do that. They There are people that just cannot take that level of criticism. They cannot take that level of being called wrong. They always feel like they have to be right and that no matter what others say or do, um, they're the ones that are wrong. And, you know, um, I don't care. Like, you know, just as an example, if, you know, if I were to, be one of those types of people i could literally be standing outside in a pouring down rain monsoon and be like well this isn't rain this is snow and then and then everybody else is like no scientifically you're wrong and then i just stand there and i'm like i don't care what you say this is not it's cold to me therefore it's rain it's it's not rain it's snow like that kind of stupidity that that's a drastic example right but if we, can, if we have folks that will not only just listen to criticism, but who we can listen to their criticism and learn from it, um, we have something there. And we should um, mingle that love. You know what I mean? The, the good with the, with the not so good. The, the savory with the not so savory. The tough love with the, the affectionate love. Like, hey, you're doing a great job. You're awesome. You're doing wonderful. Keep up the good work. But sometimes you're just not always keeping up the good work. Sometimes you're being a real drama queen. Sometimes you're being a real prick. Sometimes you just need to have your, sh- you need to be called out on your BS, and we need to be called out on ours from time to time from others. That's what this stanza says to me. That's what I get out of that. You know, um, that's what a real friend does. That's what real friends do. They 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 catch each other on things that need to be caught, and they you know, tell each other when sometimes, dude, you know what, you just, you need to stop. You need to stop being this way. You need to stop complaining. You need to stop drawing attention to yourselves in the wrong way. You need to stop just being this, you know, insufferable goober. (laughs) Right? And that's that's a thing too, right? You know, use your, uh, use a little bit of humor sometimes. Like, be diplomatic about it, I feel. You know, like, there's ways of of calling people out on their on their crap, that uh, gets the point across, but doesn't make you feel quite you know doesn't make you look like quite so much of a of a prick. Um, but some people need that. Some people need like that. Like that's kind of me. You know what I mean? Like, hey, you can you can tell me all you want and be nice about it, but sometimes I'm just going to need to be told, you know what? You're flat out wrong, and you got no business with this thing that or the other. Which has happened to me a number of times, and I've actually taken that criticism. And, um, sat back, let it sink in, you know, brush the dust off being like, wow, that was rough. That was, that was, you know, that, that felt like I was just drugged through the streets on behind a horse with, with a rope around my leg for a few, for, for a few rounds. But, um, sometimes that's just kind of the way she goes, man. Way she goes, boys. Am I right? Um, and when that happens, I can... I, I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it myself. I appreciate when that sort of thing happens for me. So, again, how it falls for everybody else is is going to be different. I'm not the same as everybody, and everybody is not the same as me. At least I sure hope not. Um, on both ends. So, we are all our own individuals. We all react to and um, accept certain things a certain way. So, um, you know, that's kind of that's kind of what I feel about it. So... I hope you all enjoyed this episode and the updates that I provided with regards to the cleanse, the detox thing, and where I kind of, you know, where, 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 where the whole uh, involvement with, uh, you know, the activity itself, doing the thing, um, kind of fell for me in my spirituality. Maybe it helps others listening. Uh, wherever you are around the world, I do appreciate every single one of my listeners that uh, tune into these podcasts every week. Um, again, right now there's not a set schedule. I, I really need to nail down a specific day of the week where these things come out. So you all know when to be able to tune in. Um, I do try to get one episode up a week. Um, in the past it was one or it was about two, uh, episodes a week. Um, and, uh, but I really need to get down, you know, when to expect these episodes to come out. So, um, that's something that I need to do. Um, you guys deserve it. You also deserve, since it's free of charge, to check out my YouTube channel, um, my Facebook page, my Twitter account, um, Patreon. If you want to support Patreon, you can, you can become a patron at various levels. Um, you can also buy me a coffee. Ko-Fi is a uh, option that you can donate to the channel monetarily can buy merchandise i already mentioned that you can also just send donations if you want to the channel again uh or to the podcast the channel podcast it's all one and the same it's it's just this guy right here talking to you now that does it all so all of the money that goes into um whether it's you know patreon uh youtube the uh merchandise donations it all goes into these projects um and you are all um thank I, I thank you all for that so um it's been awesome you guys have been great for supporting the podcast thus far i encourage you to please do so and support every uh pagan uh business that i've that i've talked about in this podcast Maccabe designs odin's beard woodworking um hopefully more to come over time um but in the meantime, and until we speak again, please check out all the information in the show notes of this podcast and uh, be sure to support whoever and where uh, and whatever you're able to do. So um, you guys know the drill. I'm rambling a bit. But that's why it's called random heathen ramblings. All right? So anyways, I hope you guys have enjoyed the podcast. It's been awesome. It's been real. and yes, it has been real awesome. So I'm going to jump off of here right now, probably uh, enjoy the rest of my evening, just relaxing and kind of just vibing off of this awesome Chinese food that I had for lunch today. Um, Enjoying the fact that I'm off of this 21 day cleanse where I couldn't enjoy any of the things that I used to enjoy. Um, So, yeah, until we talk again, you all stay safe, hail and may your hearth fires continue to always burn bright.